Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Arrow After Show. Yeah, yeah to the music. Here we go. Good evening, guys. Welcome to After Buzz. We're doing another episode after show of Arrow season one, episode. 13. That's right. Yep. I believe it's Betrayal. 13. I know. Yeah. How did that happen? It just gets better and better every episode. This yes, m- mid season half, second half is just kick ass. But, excuse me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am Kaori Take, and I've got lovely ladies with me. Hi, I'm Kelly. Hi, I'm Ali Kona. Hi, I'm Ann Campia. And we will jump right in because the first thing we saw in this episode other than the island, was Cyrus Vanch. And Cyrus Vanch is the new bad guy in town. They're filling up with a lot of bad guys. We had Count, and now we have Vanch. And he wants to take over Bertinelli's and the triads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, well, I mean, he's coming fresh out of jail, and apparently prior to him going into jail, he was, like, top dog. So he's coming back, ready to resecure his position as the leader. Yeah. And one of the things that he says that really stuck out in my mind, and I know he was referring to Arrow, which is slightly jumping ahead, but he was just talking about one of the things that I learned in prison is to get respect. You take down, like, the top dog, and mm-hmm. I'm taking down the top dog. He didn't say dog, but, you know, that's my <laughs> well, rendition of what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, you, you take down the biggest guy. There you go. And the thing that I loved is when we first are introduced to his character, and for me, if you're a Once Upon a Time fan, it's kind of hard to I'm see I'm a him, huge like, Once Upon a Time. I'm on the after show. Anyway, he walks in, but the first... First thing he does is he shanks somebody. He just got out of prison and he literally shanks his lawyer. Like, like, yeah. yeah. How yeah. did the guy get out of prison to begin with? I don't know. They said like some sort of technicality yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Well, first of all, okay, I'm looking at the the guy because obviously he's nervous. You know, here's I want to call him. They were saying Lance. And I want to say Lance, uh, <laughs> but Cyrus. You know, he's like, oh, give me a hug, and I'm thinking, no, dummy. Like, why oh, on earth would you? <laughs> and hug of course, him? he didn't no, want you. to. He was very apprehensive about it, and he's a little shaky, and he doesn't want to touch this scary guy. Well, that's when you. That's your cue to run. Well, I mean, not like let me h- embrace you. I know, but it, it's kind of 
you know, what is he going to do? Yeah, I'm with well, you there, Kelly. Awkward, <laughs> well, it's an awkward, it's an awkward situation because, you know, he's been kind of taking over. He said he was looking out for his interests. Yeah. So he, if this guy obviously had money or some with whatever crimes that he was committing, whatever he was doing, so this guy was taking care of his stuff, so he really couldn't, like, run away from him, you know? Because that the lawyer that he killed is obviously one greedy mofo, too. Because yeah, sure. why was he interacting with him in the first place? So he's kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. Because he's right. like, if I run away, then I'm out. And if I hug him and take this chance, I might be dead. What am I going to do? So let's just <laughs> hug him. It's a coin toss. <laughs> he was an expendable character anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I barely remember him, except that he's yeah. dead. But it's always, it's just like the horror movie. It's always right. run into the room. That's what we like or to do. Or run up yeah. the stairs. Yeah. Uh, in the house, not out. Right, right. <laughs> we go looking for the killer, for sure, every time. But I was happy to see they introduced Cyrus. I mean, with all the DC comic, you know, villains that they're bringing in, it's mm-hmm. finally an original character. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm like, yes, like, let's kind of mix it up a little bit and have some originality that CW's bringing into the show. So. Well, and yeah. I like that they brought him in so evil so quickly. Like we saw, he is yeah. absolutely somebody not to mess with. Right. You yeah. know, he like right off the bat, he's, you know kind of one of those kill you with kindness and he will really kill you. Yeah, I felt kind of like he was kind of on par with the dark archer as well. Like, that kind of scare. Mm -hmm. I would say I liked his evil. I liked Mm -hmm. his character. Mm -hmm. It was very believable. I know last what was the last week we were just talking about how the other gentleman was kind of like a Weird, little bit yeah. quirky. Yeah, and you know, but you know what's funny is I actually ended up reading the one of the descriptions that he had gotten for that role when he was given the role uh-huh. was it's they had in mind like this Joker Heath Ledger version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, well, I'm kind of intimidated because that's such a huge like shoes to fill. So now mm-hmm. I have to take that as inspiration, but at the same time twist it to make it my own. Mm-hmm. So after reading that and then going back and thinking mm-hmm. about I'm like. Oh, okay. But at the same time, okay, at least we were on point and you did your job well because that's what we were going with. Yeah, that's what we were saying too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's true. Back to our regularly scheduled show. (laughs) So, uh, Cyrus Vanch. Mm -hmm. Yes. He wants to take down Oliver Queen because Oliver Queen is a threat. So, he uh, uses Laurel as. Bait. Yeah, but that is totally his fa- his father. That's totally Laurel's father's fault. It is. You know, I was getting so annoyed watching Detective Lance because he's just so obsessed and blinded by his hate for the hood that he's just willing to do everything, including put Laurel in harm's way. Mm-hmm. And it's just dumb to me because it's your fault. Like, it's your fault. What were you thinking, A? B, did you really think your daughter wasn't going to be upset with you when she found out that you used her as bait, put her in danger? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm so over that obsession. I really am. And I like that Laurel calls him out for it. Yes. You know, what's going to happen when you do catch him? You know, you're going to keep just blaming somebody for the all the crap that's gone on in your life, all of your bad luck or your, the, the bad things that have happened. You're going to blame somebody else. You don't want to take responsibility for what's going on to the point where he's literally going to put his daughter, his life in danger. And he still, by the end of it, doesn't get it. No. That's what's even more Well, yeah, because she's like, you know, I'm going to need some space. 
He's like, why? Like, I just saved you. Well, no, you're the reason why I had to be saved, dummy. Yeah. But here's the oh. thing. Like, I, I, even though I know he kind of messed up, I do think that he did feel like he would be able to protect her. So he didn't ever really realize how bad rubber bullets or not. If you're, if my dad is going to put me on a rooftop with anybody pointing any kind of, I mean, the arrow didn't know if there was rubber bullets. If he, if he really was this evil vigilante that everybody thinks that there is, and her dad is willing to take that risk, right. he could have just thrown her off the roof and been like over it, I don't you know, had, saved himself. I just, I didn't hear the part about the rubber bullets. Yeah, he said, yeah, he was like, oh, remember, yeah, rubber bullets, but you know, it's my daughter, still. but still, do whatever you can to take down the hood. Oh. Hey, I feel for the guy. I really do. Yes, I mean, he thank has you. a lot going on for him. You know, but his he daughter is the grown up. I'm sorry, he's a detective. He's the grown up. Stuff happens in everybody's life. Stuff happened to Oliver. He's tortured on an island. True. But right. you know, he's not throwing his family in the line of fire. Right. Just you know, to to cross the names off this list. He's still doing it himself, taking responsibility himself. Himself, so I have no sympathy for that. Really? How, how tough no, would that really be don't. to be a dad and you know know that you can't protect your daughter and have to call on this guy that you're obsessed with hunting mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. to help protect her? That well, must have I been think, very hard for I him. think the hardest part of that was swallowing his pride and realizing yeah. that he's wrong, mm-hmm. which he still refuses to do. But here's the thing. At, at the very beginning of the episode, when he's going up to his boss and telling his boss, look, I want to ke- take this guy down and la 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 la, he's a murderer, he's this and that. Mm-hmm. Thank you to his boss for pointing out the fact that actually, if you think about it, the hooded mm-hmm. vigilante is the one that caught this person, this mm-hmm. person, right. this person, mm-hmm. when we couldn't right. do it. So how bad is he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he's a murderer. Okay, well, you guys probably would have killed the same people that he did, just with a gun versus an See, arrow. See, that's the thing that confuses me, because I'm thinking Officer Lance should know that if he's so, like, set on arrow, he should notice, like, wait, he's actually doing good for our city. I don't know why he hasn't noticed that yet. This might be uh, going a little too far, but I really think that Officer Lance might end up being an ally for him. I don't know. I just have well, this hunch. What, what I think is I think he's taken his fixation and hatred for Oliver and transferred yes. it. So he doesn't care what good he's doing. He doesn't want to see it. All it is is bad, bad, bad because he needs to focus on someone and everybody made him leave Oliver alone. Right. So now he has to leave this kid alone when he really still blames him for his daughter's death no matter what the situation was. Right. And now it's just repurposed onto the arrow. But what is the irony in the fact that it's the same person? I know. That's, I know. That's, like, he's just you know. getting it from both angles. It doesn't matter who he is today. He's still being hated. He is. And I just, I really want to see him take a breath, take a step. And I want to see him really look at what's going on here. Because when you have to go to someone that you hate for help, then you should take a second look at what, why is it that you hate them so much. Okay, but speaking of seeing what's going on here, did you guys catch any of the fact that Tommy's over here like, la, 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 I love Laura. And <laughs> yes, she's just, so every cheesy. Time she, <laughs> no, but every time she's either hugging him or something is happening, first of all, she's talking to this hood guy <laughs> while yeah. she's with you. And no, it's not an affair, but geez, it may as well, because in her mind, it's you look in her eyes, and I'm like, she's already well, her, he knows, Yeah, her he eyes knows. are, she's hugging him, and her eyes the kind of look <laughs> off. She's, you know, fantasizing well, about something I else. mean, he knows. He's, he all already realized is that she's infatuated by this Arrow character. Mm -hmm. I just feel really bad for him. I don't know how long this relationship lasts, and I feel bad for us having to watch it. (laughs) 
it's, it's just it's really sad, and I feel like it's it's almost a relatable story too because I think every well, I, I feel like not. Well, no, 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 not in that sense. But I think I think a lot of people I know I've been in that position where it's just like you get in a position with somebody who you really care about. Maybe they don't care about you as much. Yeah. You know? So it kind of puts a play into reality in that sense because it does happen. It's just that we're watching it now, and to watch it, it is it's it's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. To know both sides, it's really hard to watch. But there it definitely is relatable that there are situations where you get in when one side is definitely more invested in a relationship than the other. Right. And it's unfortunate that she's not doing the right thing, which is just kind of letting it go. Right. And she's writing this out, which is terrible. Well, right. I think she's just really trying hard to distract herself from being in love with Oliver slash Arrow. Right. And it's 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 going to backfire. Right. It's going to make Probably it's going to make Tommy turn evil for all I right. all we know. Right. Of course right. it will. Yeah. Join sides look. with Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I like That's that coming. we got to see yeah. her kick some butt. Yes, like, yes. Finally. Finally. finally, second time, yeah. and it's in it's thirteen episodes, which we didn't forget about the club thing. But we didn't really get to see because you know we got some comments that we forgot about her but fighting in forgot. the club. Yeah. But we didn't forget. It was just that she, it wasn't that dramatic. It was it was really fast. We just wanted yeah. more. This this time we really saw her go to town and show how she really can protect herself. And it was really good yeah. to see. Yeah, this time I was very apologetic because I was mm-hmm. one of those people that was like, Laurel can't fight. I don't believe she's going to be the canary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she Tonight she proved me wrong. That was great. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know, but at the same time, too, we were talking about last our last show about how technically it's supposed to be her mom, or at least maybe it was in the comic book. I'm not quite sure. Maybe you could clarify. Yeah. But it was supposed to be the Black Canary. So I don't know if Laurel just falls in line with that eventually mm-hmm. or what happens. But anyways, the point of the story mm-hmm. is just going back to the fact that she's starting to showcase the fact that she is capable. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I see her being Canary. I mean, in the comic book, um, I think that, I think, I don't think the mom is actually the Canary in the comic book. But okay. what I like about CW is that they take these, you know, comic book characters, DC heroes or whatever, and they do what they want with it. You know? Yeah, they make it yeah. their own. They, they really do. So I think I very much see Laurel stepping into that role. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I think that's really smart that they do do that because for the people who are huge fans of the comic book, yeah, it's exciting to see your story played out on the big screen, but at the same time, you know what's going to happen next, so part mm. of the excitement is taken away. And plus so, it's never as good as you're reading or you imagine in your exactly. head. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a little, always a little disappointing. So this way, it's a new twist and it gives exactly. you a fresh take on it. Yes. Which is good. Yes. So, did you guys... Uh, I thought Cyrus got taken out a little too easy, in my opinion. He, he didn't put much, much of a fight up. <laughs> you know, but then again, last week, I really don't feel like... I, was, I want to call him the Joker now. But last week, I don't <laughs> even feel like the Count got... You know, I feel like these last two episodes, we didn't get to really see evil at its best. Yeah, that's true. Well, it makes me wonder. These evil characters so far, it's more they're kind of posse than it is Mm -hmm. them. They're surrounded by, they're protected, but themselves can't really do too much as far as physically fighting. So maybe that's why they give up so easy. It's so funny because Cyrus goes on this huge rant to Laurel saying like, oh, this house is protected with this person, these people. (laughs) In the meantime, Arrow is kicking butt. It is like, wow, this is really happening. Pretty much all by himself until the very end. But I did like the fact that they pointed out um, I know, you know, I'm a counter. I can do math, and I know that's 24. He carries 24 arrows only, mm. and that's something I'd never oh, really paid attention to yeah. before. So that was kind of nice to have that point. Like that's how much research he did on him. Was you know he probably went around the house and counted how many <laughs> dead guys are in my yard, right? But I thought that that was pretty cool because that's something that I didn't even think about. You know, I, I did sometimes wonder how come he never runs out, but right. he usually doesn't. But this time it was nice to see that he actually did, and that's yeah. why Detective Lance came in and kind I, of saved it. I also liked how Arrow or Oliver uh, 
didn't let Officer Lance yes. Yes. shoot him. That was yeah. really cool. He's right. like, I'm the vigilante. I was like, oh, man. I hope, cool it, I hope that in itself helps to change Lance's opinion of him. That's exactly what I was thinking as mm. I was going on. Like, booyah, he's not bad. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I don't think there's any changing of Lance's mind at this no. point. No. I think he needs some therapy or something. Uh, yeah, he really <laughs> does. Well, apparently he likes the drink. Right. <laughs> well, he just lost his daughter for a little bit, so I don't know what's going Well, he's about happen. to lose the other one if he doesn't calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. yeah. I don't know. We'll so, see. speaking of the new character, Cyrus Vanch, we also had a new character come in on the island. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. So, Manu Bennett played, what was his name Slade again? Will. Wilson. Wilson. I love the Wilson. island stuff. Yes, I loved his accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we find out he's Australian yes. intelligent. You know, maybe Australians like our accent. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Australia, I'm coming. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was just going to say, you know, so on the island, we discover that Slade Wilson is kind of training Ollie or preparing him to be mm-hmm. his sidekick. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this mask. Because I know I was yes, asking you girls about, about it, mask. and it, it, for me, I was a little confused at first, maybe because I was taking notes, I don't know. But <laughs> as far as, you know, he, Slade Wilson comes with a partner, and they both have the mask that looks like the person that tortured Oliver, and then... Which was Deathstroke, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out who this partner guy is. Is he now the head of something over in the bad guy crew, or... Well, I, I think he was compromised. Yeah, I don't think right? he really... Uh, Honestly, anything anything goes on this show, so I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with that. He might he came with the Australian intelligence, of course, but he, he might have turned. That's what I'm thinking because I know he was compromised, but at the same time, you have Yao Fei, who though he's with the bad guys, he's really not. Mm-hmm. Right, he's helping Oliver. That's right. But then you see the guy with a mask, and he's over here just beating people up. You know, when they're having that little cipher, that ring, mm-hmm. the other week, and he's just throwing blows and killing people. Yeah. And maybe it's because he has to, but at the same time, he's viewed as being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if he's going to come back and play a part in... Well, the way that uh. I took it, and I could totally be wrong, and you guys can go to iTunes and YouTube and comment and correct us if we are, but the way that I took it to be was... The way that he explained it was they're both Australian intelligence, so it kind of led me to believe that he's undercover. Okay. That he's okay. still... Because he made that a strong point at the end. He never really said... All he kept saying was, it was the other guy. It was the other guy. There were two of us. We came to rescue Yao Fei, and, you know, we got separated. But what if he doesn't know that his partner... I mean, he may... Yeah, he may not know. In his... I mean, what do you think? Like, in his mind... <laughs> from, do you know something from the comics that is well, different? Well, I honestly think that Slade is lying. I think uh-huh. that there is no other person. I think he is Deathstroke. And I oh. just, you know, as soon as he pulled the mask out, I was like, mm-hmm. this is brilliant. That was, well, and then uh, also, as a comic book fan, that was great. Well, and also, I think in one of our um, news things that we did, didn't it say that he was coming back as Deathstroke? Yeah, Yeah, it did, right? <laughs> yes. Well, there we go. But then, no, but then it's As I'm this. talking about it out loud, yeah. it's starting to make sense in my head. <laughs> Detective Kelly. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, no. Wait. One of the news briefs also was saying that he was coming out as Deathstroke or maybe... So that's not necessarily saying they. The way know. I read it, it made it seem like they were leading us to believe, and then they were going to throw a curveball at the last minute. Is how I took it. Right. So I don't know. But maybe the curveball was the mask. But then, I mean, okay. <laughs> but at the same time, too. Okay. So basically, we find out pretty much he's about to take Oliver under his wing. Well, kind of. Well, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's where Oliver's going to learn all his skills right. that he has potentially mm-hmm. now, and. I like the part where they're like, you know, choose your weapon. I didn't really see. I'm assuming he's going to pick eventually an arrow because it looked like he was picking up a sword, but I could be wrong. 
I think it was a gun. Well, he was going through and he said, would you like swords? I like swords. Or something kind of like, check out the sword. Well, and remember when Oliver was trying to fight for his life, he broke his his hand. So he's kind of like limping along. We got to do this now. (laughs) He's kind of not really into it. So I think he's still trying to figure out what he's going to pick because then it cuts to back in real time and all the arrows. So obviously he chooses the arrow. But I just thought that was cool. Like I like the way they wrote that. I just thought it was Mm -hmm. really clever. To give him, yeah, because it was his choice to go that way. It wasn't something that was just given to him. Like he he picked it, which makes it that much better. Yes. And knowing that Oliver is going to be trained by, you know, for the comic book fans, it's Deathstroke is the man. You know, mm-hmm. this is the villain for uh, Arrow, for Green Arrow. And, you know, he's hand-in-hand combat. He He's the best at, you know, sword fighting and all that stuff. And to know that Oliver is going to get his training from the best guy who I think eventually they're going to clash, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but to know that he's being trained by this guy is, is amazing. That's going to be do, great. Do you think that we might end up seeing Deathstroke in Starling City? Yes, Hmm. <laughs> well, another theory that I was playing around with too is because the Dark Archer has this like a very very similar skill set. Obviously, yeah. it's even more advanced than Oliver's. At least at the point when Ooh. they, at least at the point when they met. Mm-hmm. So, if the theory, if if Slade was telling the truth and there are two people, mm-hmm. then what if he was trained by the other guy, right. or? Because apparently they all knew, everybody knew that they were on this island, right? If the the ship was sabotaged and all this and Myra and all their undertaking, they all knew about this. Then, you know, maybe that's where the Dark Archer got his training from, was from one of them. That makes sense. That does make sense. Detective Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I could be like totally reaching and just making it up, but I I don't know. It just seems like if they're really, if it's going to spin where there are two people, then that would be the best to see them fight again Mm -hmm. because they were each trained by the best of the best. So, it would be kind of, or if even if it's one person to train them both, you know, what right. I mean? like yeah. it could be like make seeing them come to battle again even that much better. That yeah. would be cool. I just hope they don't downplay, you know, the the immense like uh, presence that Deathstroke has in the comic books. I mean, mm-hmm. I I hope that they don't end Deathstroke on Arrow this season. I hope. Oh, this I, don't no. so. oh. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, but let me ask you, since you're kind of our comic book expert, <laughs> one of our viewers on YouTube left a comment, and she was saying that, and I apologize if it was he, I'm so sorry, I was too busy reading the comic going, wow, but saying that originally the Green Arrow is based off of a Robin Hood, like a take yes. on Robin Hood. It's mm-hmm. like Robin Hood Batman. So if you look at it, you know, a Arrow, Green Arrow is Batman, Speedy would be Robin, mm-hmm. and then to me, Detective Lance is kind of ha- has that uh, Gordon Detective Mm -hmm. Uh Gordon type Uh quality to him. So when you brought up that maybe he will be an ally to him, Mm -hmm. I could see him being the Gordon. I think he will be. Yeah. Especially now. Detective Cowery. And then, and then, well, they, they made a Robin Hood reference in the show tonight calling Laurel Maid Marian. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, before we continue, I really want to thank our viewers for tuning in. And please continue to rate and comment on iTunes, on YouTube. So we love the comments. We let, like to keep the conversation going. Yeah. As you guys know, we sometimes leave comments and Tell a friend. A friend a day makes a difference, or two, or five, you know. So you <laughs> Post, feedback. share on Facebook, anything. Everywhere, yeah. on every social media platform. Let's get everybody involved, and let's, yeah, you know. Yeah, it really helps us going, and it lets us keep this after show for you, and we really love doing this. There's over, what, 60 shows this uh, yeah. season. Yeah, So there's definitely a show for you and your friends, so go ahead, rate, comment, iTunes, YouTube, the whole spiel, please, and thank you for tuning in. Yay. Thank Yay. you. And five stars. Yes. Five stars. <laughs>
we will not talk about Stephen Hamill's abs today. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really see him. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We really <laughs> didn't see t- the abs. No, we, we didn't. didn't see Good the point. abs we tonight. Did. What <laughs> the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure the guys are like, thank God. I know. I mean, we could talk about Laurel's boobs. Nice. <laughs> but we won't. I'm sure we the won't. guys would love that. <laughs> but, you know, let's, but that's what they should have done when she got ambushed. She should have been in like a tank top. <laughs> you know, right? but she's no. just coming out of her nighty like, oh, I'm, you know. <laughs> then she's in a long sleeve thermal, and like, <laughs> ch- you know, Converse. No. Right? <laughs> well, she had to be in like some sort of chucks because she was ready to yeah, battle. Yeah, she's got to battle yeah. it out. But also, I like that because it wasn't the, the usual damsel in distress. That's, mm-hmm. You know, half naked at home by herself because that's what everybody, mm-hmm. do, all women, that's what they yeah. do when they go home. So yeah, I, heck yeah. I liked that it wasn't the typical thing. I liked that yeah, they did it. She definitely put on a good show. <laughs> oh yeah. And I know we were talking a little bit about Laurel and Officer. Lance's uh, betrayal, mm-hmm. but let's like let's talk more about that because obviously it intertwines the Green Arrow and all that stuff. So, what do you think? Do you think Laurel is going to eventually like understand her dad? I mean, I know you guys don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think she understands where he's coming from. Like she gets it because that's her dad, and she knows him. She just can't believe that he would go to that extreme. I right. think is what it is that she yeah. just can't. You know, it's one thing to, like, get it. He's obsessed. That's his thing. And she knows where it comes from. But to go that far to the point where she literally almost died, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, he lost one daughter that he can't get over. And he's intentionally going to put the other one in danger. It doesn't make sense. Well, that's almost like you're the other daughter. Like, how does that feel to have your father mourn one sibling so much to the point where he's that obsessed? And you're like, hi, dad. I'm still alive. Yeah, and celebrate she, and she, me and yeah. appreciate me. I don't and get that, I, I don't get that feeling from Officer Lance. So I know his obsession's a little crazy, and I, I agree that it's kind of frustrating and annoying to watch. But I do think that because she's the only one left, he has strong love for her. And if he really believed that she would be at risk, he wouldn't have done that. I think he was just like really thought blinded, blinded, possibly yeah. blinded. But, but he, he should be spending time with her. He should have been enjoying the fact that she's alive and she's there instead of spying on her. Well, that girl and, has you know, no time for that. anyone. Okay, <laughs> she makes time for ridiculous Tommy. Yeah. Well, barely, not barely. She's always leaving Tommy for Arrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he was like going to take her out on a nice dinner. I, I'd always be down for that. If my man was like, I'm going to take you out for sushi, I'd be like, hell yeah, finally, you know. <laughs> she's, you know, she's, she's not, not that him. into him. No. <laughs> She's not a poor guy. I know. So that, you know, it's kind of ironic that she's talking to her dad about, I mean, talking to Tommy, excuse me, talking to Tommy about how her dad betrayed and manipulated, and then all of a sudden, Tommy's like, ding, ding, you lied to me, too. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. She totally outed herself. Like, I heard her when she said it's one of those things where you're not thinking you just Uh talk out of your mouth, and (laughs) it's exactly what she did. She just spilled the beans Mm -hmm. big time. And then she caught herself and was like, oh, oh well, trying to play it off all cool. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's work. <laughs> and he's not stupid. Well, I like yeah. how he told her, kind you know, of. feels crappy, doesn't it? Oh, or it doesn't yeah. feel good mm-hmm. or something. Like, oh, you know? punch. Totally. And she, the, but the sad part about it is that she didn't even think it was the same thing. No. Like, she yeah. didn't even make the connection. She just, he's so out of her mind she doesn't care. She was yeah. he. She was forgiven all too easy to. I know she was kidnapped. But <laughs> her life was in danger. He doesn't he care if yeah. she lied. Yeah. He just loves. She's I know. Alive. She was talking to Errol like a millisecond before he shows up. <laughs> How did he not hear her talking? Is right. what I want to know. Right. Or like the fact that. Well, first of all, okay, but then she's hugging him because he's like, oh, you know, I'm so glad and blah blah blah. And she's still looking for Errol. Yeah. Wait, he's behind. 
<laughs> giving like that Peter Pan stance, like how did he get like, on top of that building? Yeah, I know. Did he just jump? <laughs> I don't see him with any Batman gadgets. Right, he shoots Seriously. up and climbs up walls. So how did he get up there? Apparently, Magic. He's very agile. Yeah, <laughs> he can just climb with his hands and feet. Right. I mean, shoot, he can do the bar trick. I mean, that's hey, true. That, I wouldn't put it past that's him. That's a hard trick. It is. <laughs> so you know, Tommy runs off, and he goes to talk to our boy Ollie. And it's like, oh man, I feel bad because Ollie's sitting there lying yeah. to him too. Just, oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look on, um, How dare you? Why are you letting her hang out with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. We were all laughing at that point. But the look on Oliver's face when Tommy mm-hmm. says Laurel is infatuated with the hood. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yes. It's as like, if mm-hmm. the first time it clicked for him. I don't know. No, he probably knows. But but I think I it was so. I no. think it surprised him that he that Tommy caught on to it, I mm-hmm. think, too. Yeah. But also when Tommy makes mention of because he talks about Laurel lying and then Ollie says, you know, that's not like her. And and when Tommy said you know, well, I guess that's how it goes. You lie to the ones closest to you. Like, because he says, yeah. I can't believe she lied to my face. I think that's when it clicked for him that his mother could be lying. Yeah, you think? Right. I think so. I think that made him think, because then it cuts huh. to him back in the shed, like, oh, listening over and over and over uh, to that. And I, I think that's when he kind of decided that he was going to take this seriously and look into what was going on with his mom. You didn't think he felt like, oh, man, I am lying to my best friend's face? I don't face. really think that. I think kind of, but that's just kind of his, you know, he's a, he's two people right now, right. so that's just kind of how it goes. But I think it was more so of the revelation of maybe his mom could be doing exactly what he's doing and what Laurel was doing. Yeah, See, but right. I also felt like, too, mm-hmm. at that point is when we discovered that he'd already been used, uh, Laurel had already been used as bait, and so she had been put in danger, so at this point, he's already thinking in his mind, I need to get her away from me because I can put her in danger. So I felt like him encouraging Tommy, you know, nip it in the butt, talk mm-hmm. about it, fix it before mm-hmm. it's not fixable. And, you know, with the whole arrow thing. And I felt like that was his version of finding another way or another angle to get Laurel a little bit off of their relationship, if that makes sense. Off of whose relationship? Of his, Well, they don't have a relationship, but... Oh, you mean off of Arrow and... And Laurel connecting right. with each other. Well, and what she did, he told her to kind of stay away, but I still think that all of that happened in that one little moment, because I think that that was... It just kind of hit him, that I'm lying to them, she's lying to them, well, crap, maybe my mother really isn't the person I think she is. Yeah. And it was just kind of a little bit more real, because everybody does it. Why is my mom any different? You think that, that was a pivotal moment? I th- I think it was. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it was. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to go back, though, a little bit and talk mm-hmm. about the first interaction between Oliver and his mother, Moira, because it's when he's confronting her about the book. Mm-hmm. And this woman, Mom, <laughs> you are such a great actress. I could just, like, full-blown lying I couldn't believe it. You know, who are these people? Oh, they're really dangerous and throwing the book in the fireplace. Like, yeah, right. You know, the only way to keep this family safe is just to not, you know, basically further investigate it but anymore. Don't ask hear, questions. Did there you, you hear the kind of um, evil tone that she, when she said, mm-hmm. when she said, don't ask any yeah. more questions. Mm-hmm. It was it was a little bit of a threat when she said that. Oh, very you much know? so. And then, and then it went to the mom. Oh, please promise me you won't. But right when she said, you know, if you want to stay safe, don't ask questions. Yeah, and she then was just it being was like, stern. Well, I doubt yeah, that. but at the same time, at that point, how did Oliver not go, duh? Because well, it's his mom and he doesn't want to. Yeah. And that's why I think going back to that with Tommy right there is when it finally was, duh. Got it. Was right there. That's just why. Because all of this, when Diggle's talking to him, and then we find out Diggle's following her. 
Yeah, I love yeah. that though. And I, I love, love that, that Diggle's too. the mm-hmm. smart guy and the rules totally reverse because mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago he was one playing blind because he thought he really knew his old boss. Not boss, but um, like his army buddy. Or there yes. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then here's Oliver basically saying the same thing in his own words. It's my mother. I know her. Basically, you need to back off. Mm-hmm. But it's so different compared to like a guy that you trust versus your Mom. mother. You were in her womb, you know, so... Like that don't mean totally understand. Not in Starling City. That don't mean nothing. Yeah. I, well, and plus, Oliver's been gone for so long. Does he really know his mother as well as he thinks he does? Because when he was around, he was partying all the time, not really paying attention to being a family guy. True. So he doesn't really know her as well as he thinks he does. But that's also why he's clinging on to the relationship he has with his mom. Right. Because he works so hard to kind of get that back with her. I mean, mm-hmm. it's obvious that Moira's kind of a bad person, but we really don't know as of yet how deep she is in this evil relationship Mm -hmm. either. Well, yeah, we don't know if it's a partnership. Obviously, she shows up and she's with Malcolm in his office. But I think she's Mm -hmm. stuck. Yeah, but that's the thing I was just going to say. I don't know if it's a partnership or if it's something where he's got something on her or her family, and in order to protect them, she has to be this person, or if Mm -hmm. she's doing it by choice for some sort of selfish purpose. Right. Well, did you guys notice, or was it just me, that when Diggle put the listening device and recorded them, that the only voice that was distorted was Malcolm's? Yes, why? (laughs) I I noticed that, too. (laughs) Like, does he just have the real, like, automatic distortion? Maybe because he's an archer, too. You know, (laughs) archers get that, right? Does he have it, like, on his throat? Okay. Okay. Or, okay. But, but what about his bodyguard? Which, a, first of all, obviously he can clearly defend himself. So the bodyguard is for pure show. Yeah. B. No offense. He's a very mature gentleman. <laughs> and he's over here walking up to Diggle. Like, I think you better hand over. Just getting all kinds of like punking him. And I'm waiting for Diggle to do something back. And instead, he plays it cool. He's yeah. just like, man, it's a lighter. Bad habit. I thought it was yeah. like, where did he like, come okay. from? I, I mean, mean, why would he have walked into that room? I mean, already to begin with, in the closet. D- yeah. D- yeah. Diggle's, uh, you know, sneaking skills suck. So yeah. I don't know why it took him so long to get there. <laughs> he's a bad detective. Very bad. Very bad private eye. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that everything in uh, Malcolm's office was wrapped in plastic? No. Yes. No. It was like a warehouse. Like, it was moving, right? Yeah. Or he was packing stuff up or unpacking. It was not put together oh. at all. Maybe that's why his voice was muffled or robotic. <laughs> no, but it sounded like the arrow's voice on the phone. It did. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Did he have one of those things, like, right here on his neck? <laughs> that just automatically, in ca- just in case it's being recorded. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. That was Oh, weird. dear. Um, before we go any further, <laughs> I wanted to let our viewers know that we now officially have after buzz gear yeah. oh yeah mugs and cups so you if can you have one of these yes if you love this logo like we do please go ahead and go to afterbuzztv.com and go to the afterbuzz store and get yourself a mug a cup and uh baby t-shirts sweaties, right yeah but they all yes yeah, sweatshirts all kinds of stuff so go on and get some cute logo for yourself <laughs> That was Carrie's uh, character voice. That was a little witchy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, yeah, so Oliver and Moira. So, obviously, there's a huge conflict there because Oliver is in denial that his mother is actually a really bad person. So, Diggle is like, I'm going to show this man what my mother's up to. Yeah. Dude, but even after he heard the tape the first time around, Diggle's pretty much laying him out mm-hmm. the story mm-hmm. and he's still well you don't know if my, how my mom is involved she could be basically saying that she could be a victim to all this situation mm-hmm. Diggle's looking at him like come on dude like seriously like your mom sounds like she's, she's like I got it done this is what I yeah. do exactly I got Talking that gambit 
in the warehouse. No, you know, and that's the thing, too. I know that they showed her going into the warehouse before and showing the shipwreck and all that mm-hmm. stuff. What is her purpose for holding onto that ship and not having it destroyed? I think we'll figure that out. Well, Malcolm told her. She says, I know that the ship was sabotaged. And he says, well, we need to get rid of it because we don't want anybody finding evidence to that. Got it. But So basically, so, she didn't assign the sabotage no, to it. No, and this is where I, I started to get did. confused. I and thought maybe, she did. And maybe this is where she might not be one of the actual organizers of this and may just be someone that's kind of having to do the dirty work because it seems like she didn't want... I think something was supposed to happen, but maybe not death. At least, like, she knew something was going to happen, but I don't think she knew he was going to die. And that might be why she's investigating. Because why would she be investigating the shipwreck if that was the plan all along? Why would she care? I think she she really did want to kill her husband. I think that's what I what's that, that's what oh. I got. In but why would she do but, that when her son was on the boat? No, but I no because remember we talked about this before though. She did intentionally have the ship wrecked, or at least when I had read about it before they mm-hmm. did, and it was supposed to be to put Oliver on the island. I don't know if she anticipated her husband being killed as well because maybe she just wanted both of them put away, kind of mm-hmm. like what she did to Walter mm-hmm. is kind of get them out of the way so she could do whatever business she needed to do, <laughs> and maybe just didn't anticipate the other two getting killed. Well, along right, the that's way. why I'm saying like for her to say I know that it was sabotaged, maybe oh. it was the plan. That was the original plan that was sabotaged, and that's why she wants to look into it and find out mm-hmm. why it didn't go necessarily according to plan. Because I don't, I do understand that there was a plan. She knew about this. There was a plan to get him on that island. She knew yeah, she that did. they yeah, were the there. Right. But why would she be investigating that if that was the plan? So something True. must have had to have gone wrong. True. So wait, because uh, I, I was under the impression that Robert was killed. So you guys disagree with that? Well, I don't know. I'm still confused. I don't really know how, how I feel about that. And I don't know if I really feel like he's doing all the things that she's claiming that he is. Like She's using it as a crutch. And I think you said that last week, too. She's almost using that as a crutch and as an alibi. Every time Oliver confronts her about anything, mm-hmm. it's always putting on the fact that, well, you know, your father is not the guy that we thought he was. Yeah. Or, oh, mm-hmm. your father cheated on me. Oh, your father lied to me. And everything is going on dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you said it before. He's not there to defend himself. So, of course... At first, Oliver's going, oh. Well, yeah. okay. maybe Robert was, you know, he, he put her in this situation now, and she has a lot of remorse and Well, but didn't he kill him. himself? Like, he killed, the, there were three survivors. He killed one, and he killed himself so Oliver could survive. Right. So maybe he was the one that foiled the plan. I think he is. I yeah. think he is. I, 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 I actually like truly that. believe that. Detective yeah. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then what killed, what killed Laurel's sister? Well, she remember? Drowned? No, yeah, remember mm-hmm. when the ship wrecked oh, and the okay. hole opened and she got sucked out? She right. was gone into the the oblivion. She drowned, poor thing. Oh. Yeah, just before Nookie, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she shouldn't have been doing it to her That's sister. Right. That's yeah, right. Karma, karma is a mofo. <laughs> right? That's a pretty bad karma. <laughs> no, it's terrible. We shouldn't be laughing at that. You know, but at I the know. same time, how awkward for Laurel. You want to mourn the death of your sister, but at the same time, you were sleeping with my man. How? Well, what and kind she's, of weird... like, she's made reference to that yeah. in one episode, didn't she? Where she yeah. was so angry because she couldn't even be sad. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that sucks. Well, do you think that in a way that means that Laurel is dating Tommy to make Oliver feel that kind of unintentionally? Betrayal? Unintentionally, mm-hmm. I think it's part distraction and part I'm in a happy relationship. And yeah, guess what? It's your best friend. I, that's the the. Mm-hmm. I don't think she did that intentionally after he was gone because obviously she thought he was dead. So it's not getting revenge on him. He wouldn't be around to get revenge on. Mm-hmm. But when he comes back after five years, she didn't feel bad at all about throwing it in his face. Yeah. No, I think it absolutely has a little. She does it on purpose to get a rise out of him. I think so too. And ma- and maybe now that he's not really against it, she's getting more and more over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. Mm. There's no driving force anymore. So 
Oliver finds out, I mean, he finally comes to terms with the fact that his mom might be a little worse than he thinks. So he's like, I'm going to go get her. So well, I love how he says, I think I need to have another chat with mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm thinking he's going as Oliver. So when yeah, he's right? by the fireplace. Arrow, I'm all, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and had her like, at Arrow Point, Moira Queen, you failed this yeah. city. Right? Yeah. I loved it. What a way to end the episode. Yes. And then the preview, oh, God, I, I don't even understand okay. what happened. Here's my question about the preview. <laughs> this is how manipulative and good that this woman is. And especially because and she and granted she doesn't know that it's Oliver, but she plays on his emotional side. I'm a mother, I have a son, please please and his in a, like he lets down his guard for a second and then something happens which we don't really it was kind of confusing in the right. previews, but something's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen necessarily in that instant mm-hmm. because I feel like I saw something in the preview where there was an arrow on her desk, so I don't know if he just does that to scare her. Mm-hmm. But then he's but, on the ground. Yeah, but but here's the thing, I had read something else about mm-hmm. the fact that him and Felix see this is kind of getting into a little news and gossip prediction-y territory, mm-hmm. but I, I read something along the lines of the fact that him and Felicity are actually going to start hanging out a little bit more, and Felicity is the one who ends up bringing Oliver back to the lair when he's shot. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, we were talking about one other person figuring out whose identity was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we right. were talking about I, yeah, we were. I feel like it's going to end up being well, her. Well, they're at the office. She's obviously always there all hours because he shows up with computer tasks for her to do all right. like, at every minute of the day. See, but so maybe when this happens and the glass, you know, she seems to me like she'd be one of those people to like run up and see what's going on. Okay, you know what I mean. So maybe kind of that's how she get, or she's in this on the same floor or something, Mm -hmm. and maybe that's how that happens. Hmm. And maybe somebody, well, but in the preview, didn't Myra have a gun? She did. She did have a gun. They tried to edit it like she shot him. It was so fast. It totally could be that that they edited it to make it it sink. But when she starts talking about, I'm a wife, I'm a mother of this, she's reaching down to pick something up and then it cuts and he's on the ground. But then we see that she had a gun in her hand. So maybe she is the one that shot him. I mean, maybe not. We'll see. But that's how I can see Felicity coming to get him because it's on, it's at the building. So maybe she shoots him like, Myra shoots him and runs off, and then Felicity right. comes in and gets right. him. Oh, but Felicity oh, no. might not get him, right? Yeah. Well, if she's supposed to be the one that carries right, him, right? Right, but yeah. I guess that's why I was thrown off because that would make such a great story. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm wondering if there's he's going to get away, and there's just going to be another scene where maybe her people come after him and shoot him later on. Because how do you get to a point where you start establishing a little bit more of a relationship mm-hmm. with her or friendship with her? Mm-hmm. You know, for her to... Yeah, I, I mean, know. I know that they always do the previews that are absolutely so off of what's really yeah, going to happen. Right. Yeah. They do it on purpose. Yeah. So if we read the pictures, that's what it looks like. <laughs> but it could definitely be a completely different story by the time we see it next week. So I'm excited. Yes. Yeah, me too. I really yeah. like this ending. It's finally like Oliver and Myra, this woman that we wanted to put take down for so long. Ooh, well, you know, why don't we connect with our comic book source over here? What do you know as far as a comic book in regards to this? Does this happen or what's with, the deal? With him and his mom? Yes. I think this is all CW. I, I mean, think this really? is not triggering anything from, me, for, from the comic books for me. So oh, okay. I'm actually just as excited as you guys are to see nice. the death of Laura's character, or Laura, uh, Moira's character. The death? Oh, you want her to die. No, 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 no death. 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 No, not death. Death. <laughs> okay. There's a P in there. Oh, the death. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, she wants to go for the kill right, right. away. <laughs> so, do you guys want to move on to sure. news and gossip? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. 
After Buzz TV News. Do you want? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to I go mean, first? Okay. <laughs> I'll go first. My news and gossip, and it could be a little bit late, but I heard that Stephen Amell is actually being considered for the role of what's his name, Christian. Christian. Gray. There you go for Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. And I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. Of course, you're saying I mean, that he's I, nothing like the character. He's but. hot. He's super hot. I would any chance to see him like naked. I'm all for it, yeah. but. You know, I've read the book, and I just don't... He's a little too manly, I think, for that character. And if you're familiar with the story, I mean, I I don't know. If you've read the book and you agree with me, but the character of Christian is just not that hardcore. And not Mm -hmm. that he can't play a different, you know, not that he can't be versatile or whatever, but, I mean, he'd really have to, like, get really lean for that. I see. I disagree with you. And I I have seen... mm -hmm. I have read the book. Uh, mm-hmm. I do think uh, he has to be a little like a feminine slash masculine character, but I think Stephen Amell could pull it off. Even and though Christian's I don't think he like, should be a Christian Grey. No, I don't think, I don't he, think should. he should. I, be. I mean, like I said, he could be versed on all that, but I just I would see I couldn't see him as being that sissy part that Christian kind of is. Yeah, right. That's the thing. That's about it for me. That doesn't do it for see, me. I, I can imagine like Brad Pitt being the character. He's a little aged, but uh. I mean. <laughs> Heyday, I couldn't see that one. Really? No. Well, you know, they did an interview with him, and they were asking him if he had any news about that, and he didn't really say, and I don't think that the role has necessarily been given away, mm-hmm. but he had said, I'd be pretty stupid to not take it. I told- <laughs> At the same time, apparently, I don't think he'd read the book yet either. He was just familiar with it, but mm-hmm. he was like, basically, this is going to be a four-part movie. It'd be silly for me not to take the role, and he said, I don't even own a house yet. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a really weird that and interesting fact. That is also a crazy role. Imagine being the actor's girlfriend being like, oh, you're going to be Christian Grey? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, well, I, saw, I saw a picture of um, Stephen Amell <laughs> with Ian Somerhalder, and I think both of them were, you know, names that were being mm-hmm. considered for Ian Somerhalder looks, would so. probably be a good Christian Grey. Yeah, I mean that's kind of if yeah. you if you look at Ansel and you look at the two of them together, like that's kind of the difference. Uh-huh. At least for me, when I read the book and the way that I pictured his character uh, to yeah. be was a little bit leaner, a little bit more on the feminine side. Yeah, he has a tougher side to him, but it's more of an act than it is his personality. So to see Stephen Amell go to that kind of like fragile, yeah. really beaten he side, have that. He could probably do it. I mean, he, he's a good actor, and he could probably do it, but it wouldn't be believable for me. It's not me. really the look. It's, it's not the look of, yeah. I just think that he's, I mean, he's a little too manly hot, I think. But that's, I guess but that <laughs> would well kind said. of be the point as far as driving female viewers to come see the movie. Maybe right. they're big fans, and they're like, yeah. oh, I want to see him in that movie. I just I just really hope that it is not the one that Miley Cyrus is dating. Like I was his, just thinking him. His name was thrown <laughs> in there. Hemsworth. For, yes, Liam Hemsworth. I, no. 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 He's cute. No. He's no. no four though, but he's cute. <laughs> no, but not <laughs> n- not for that. Like no way. Mm-mm. What about what about Rob Pattinson? Oh yeah, I heard that name too. No, but he like, kind of played that little thrill. He can, but he could. But I can't see. Uh, uh, no, I want to see somebody different. I just want to see somebody different. I don't, you know, that's Edward. Edward cannot oh. be Christian. Oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> what other news and gossip do you guys have for us? Well, I just if any of you Battlestar Galactica fans like some casting news. Um, James Callis is appearing on on Arrow's Dodger episode, he's actually going to play the Dodger, which is the, the international jewel thief that's going to be mm-hmm. coming up. And um, I think in two weeks he's going to be on. And there's also another character from Battlestar that um, she played Tori Foster on Battlestar Galactica, and I'm totally going to butcher her name. But it's, I think, Rekka Sharma? 
I think you got it. Is, is, that, is that wrong? Is that oh, right? No. I'm sorry it if I right. totally it butchered right. it. But she is, um, she's also in the same episode, the Dodger episode. She And she also played Dr. Harden on Smallville. Oh, cool. So she's going to be on Arrow as Claire Abbott. So we'll see kind of who she plays and what her role is. Does that name sound familiar to no, you? Is this kind of a new thing? No, it yeah. doesn't. So, so maybe it's a new character. We'll see. I mean, And it's also the same episode that Roy Harper gets introduced yes. in. So there's going to be a lot of new faces on that one episode. So we'll see. It just seems like there's so many new people coming or mm-hmm. old people coming back, like the Huntress. And then we hear about... Uh, Laurel's mom. So yeah. it's going to be really interesting. And I'm yeah. sure we'll see Vertigo again. I'm yeah, sure we'll definitely. See, yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, Cyrus again. So. Yeah, we better see Cyrus again because <laughs> I really like that guy. And I, you know, once upon a time fans, I'm like, oh my God, everybody. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. But I love that the show's building momentum <laughs> exactly. and I love that they're having all these seasoned actors come and guest yes. star. So it's a little bit of something for everybody. Absolutely. It totally is. And it just, like keeps get, it just keeps getting better. But I mean, yes, one episode was kind of like, eh, for me. But ever since then, it's like great. Like the ending today, like I'll never say an episode was boring again, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> you can't win them all. <laughs> so let's move but on. Yeah, that's it. All. That's all I got. Production. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. I was saying, didn't you have some news and gossip about... DJ. Oh, yes. DJ Steve Aoki, right? Oh, yes. yes he's Aoki. Gonna, yes. He will <laughs> say it. I'm going to mess up everybody's name today. Yes. He is a, he's going to be playing himself in an episode. I'm assuming a club party. Yeah. You know, DJing at the club. Probably, Probably Oliver's CW. club. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, because the band. Oliver, you know, spares no expense. <laughs> so he's going to bring in the, you know, bring in the big guns. It may be for his club opening. I think it was. I can't remember exactly. But he's definitely going to be on the show coming up. So if you are yes. a fan of his, make sure to tune in for that. I am actually a huge fan of him. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see him get on and uh, rock out. be awesome. Yeah. I want to see him kind of get in some danger and the arrow has to save him. Like, that would be funny. <laughs> like, not just DJing, but like, yeah. kind of have like some, something going on with his Maybe character. he has like DJ arrows or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're starting records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Who had, knows? I had some news for uh, video game fans. Yes. Um, this week, Stephen Amell on his Facebook posted a photo of an image of him as Arrow, but as a video game character. Nice. And so doing a little bit of background on worldofsuperheroes.com, they announced that Arrow is actually going to be a special character in the upcoming Injustice Gods Among Us. Oh. So it's a new video game coming out, I think, in April. It's going to be something like Marvel versus Capcom, where it's like a Street Fighter feel, but then it's the DC comic book heroes. Mm-hmm. I actually so. played part of that on Comic-Con, the Capri show. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah, but. so it's really cool that, you know, they're they're actually paying homage and, you know, actually taking uh, the way that they're portraying Arrow on CW as, mm-hmm. a, you that's know. That's pretty cool. It's prestigious for, for him to be Heck in the video yeah. game, especially Absolutely. as a special character. So that's I think that's really great. Cool. It just gives, you know, it, it just further shows the depth and the great way that they're making this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the take, being taken seriously to that effect, which I think I is th- great. I think we should have a video game party, guys. Absolutely. Ooh. Let's do it. So come April, <laughs> come over to my place and we'll play some Steven. <laughs> That just sounds weird. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to say it. Anything else, guys? Um, no, that's officially it for me. All right, because we have tons of predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I, I, you, look, you look so excited, so go for it. Go for it. Well, you know, this is just kind of my own personal <laughs> prediction because just talking about the fact that we're going into Felicity being with Oliver, we've already talked about the fact that we think she has a crush on her, uh, her, on him. <laughs> and I, I'm 
curious to see how that one's going to go because she says something along the lines later in the future as far as, you know, Oliver, you need to get out more. And so he ends up taking out McKenna Hall. I'm all, oh. oh. So I predict she's going to be a little bit heartbroken. I don't know if she'll eventually turn into something. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool because I think she's really witty and really smart. Now, whether it be a good guy or bad guy, I don't know. Hmm. Actually, my prediction piggybacks off of that. Yeah. Because in the comic book, Arrow has, uh, well, in one of the series of, of Green Arrow, he has a buddy, which is a girl, that uh, uh, I guess she's the mastermind behind, you know, strategy, behind making his mm-hmm. arrows and all mm-hmm. those kind of things. And I see that in Felicity. Definitely. And to me, her character is very much like Chloe was to Clark in Smallville. Mm-hmm. So I see that relationship happening with them once she finds out that he is the arrow and accepts him for who he is, which I think is going to happen in the next episode, like you guys are saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my prediction is that, you know, they're going to have that relationship. And then she's actually, what I would like to see um, is an improvement on what he wears. Because... <laughs> As Arrow, though, because, you know, in Green Arrow, his his uh, costume or whatever he wears, it's bulletproof. It's like a weapon for him, mm-hmm. you know, a defensive weapon for him. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen that yet with what he wears now. You know, bullets can penetrate it. Arrows can go through it. And I think if he's going to go after Deathstroke, if he's going to go after, mm-hmm. you know, Cyrus or Count Vertigo, he needs to have better armor or protection. Well, maybe that yeah. would be what she does, first exactly. and foremost, is upgrade that because he needs somebody. I mean, he's smart in his own right, but he needs someone that's going to know that extra stuff. And yeah. since she's good at researching and all that, I'm sure she could probably find some, like, military-grade stuff or something. Yeah, I would love to that see they that. Can get. I mean, that would be, yeah, that would be really cool to see. I don't know. Do you guys think, though, that this relationship with McKenna Hall is going to go anywhere? I mean, do you think it's going to be a quick fling? Or do you think that possibly there will be something with Felicity or I think he's going to have flings with a lot of women. Yeah. <laughs> he's too women. busy for relationships. Except for True. Laurel. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think that the um at least I hope it doesn't. I don't want to see his relationship with Felicity go romantic cuz I think it would ruin it. I think she needs to be there to help him with stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just I think it uh, will at one point. Like, oops, sorry, that happened. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it may, may, I, I don't know, but do you guys see her character as being someone that can just be okay with that? Yeah, I think like she would have to be okay with it. I, I mean, don't know. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, she I, seems a little to too like innocent and mm-hmm. too. She's too honest and blunt and all that. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if she could handle that happening. But maybe like if he if she does become like a really big ally to him, mm-hmm. we'll have to have that as like a kink where she kind of doesn't want to be his friend for a while or something. Like, well, I think she's absolutely going to be pining after him, but yeah, I yeah. don't think that he's going to reciprocate. No. Okay, but really quick then, what about Laurel and Arrow? Because at the end of the episode, we also saw him say, she said something, well, what does that mean? And he says, it means goodbye. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's going to start causing, I think, a little bit of an emptiness inside of her that might be noticeable for Tommy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to notice and be like, what, are you thinking about the hooded vigilante? Right. I think she's going to search for him. I think she's going to go looking for him. And I'm she's going to make a point to put herself in trouble so he'll come and save her. I'm surprised she <laughs> does not know. <laughs> I'm surprised she doesn't know that it's Oliver. I mean, I mean she slept on. with the guy. She can look at his body. I mean, oh, you can never see his face. Now. <laughs> He's absolutely buffer now. Guys, he's wearing smoky eye. Make yeah. <laughs> on. Makeup. You can't yeah. see his face under the hood. <laughs> That's why he's always sideways. It's only right? his profile. Right. <laughs> but it's all black. All right. Well, guys, uh, let's uh, let's pass out our Twitter handles so our viewers can follow us uh, throughout the week until we come back next week. Okay. Well, hi, everybody, and good night, everybody. I'm Ali Conner Bradford. You can follow me at Kiss My Passport or on Facebook and Tumblr under Ali Conner Bradford. Hey everybody, it's Ann Campia, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ann Campia. 
And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. And you can follow me at K A O R I O U S, Kaorius. And that's also my Tumblr name. And you can follow all of us on AfterBuzzTV.com as well as at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter. Yay! Yes. So I guess we'll see you guys all next week. Yay! Next week. Cliffhanger. We're yes. excited. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 